Hello there, and welcome to <laughs> the worst of Netflix. Um, it's been a while, so uh, I am glad to be back, uh, but also a little bit unsure of what I'm doing, to be honest. So luckily, luckily, I have my second in command, Johnny Mac. How are you, mate? Yeah, yeah good, good, good. Um, we're a bit shit with this series, to be honest, so... <laughs> I think the last time we recorded, it was Humanoids yep. of the Deep, or From the Deep. Mm. I still can't remember what that's called. It was um, a long time ago. Yeah, and it was like, God, this pandemic's gone on for a while, and at that point it'd been like eight months. And it's yeah. like, you know, we've done it again. Another eight months have passed. Welcome to uh, welcome to the worst of Netflix, um, John. Do you want to do you want to maybe explain just the premise of what we do here on the worst of Netflix? It's it's a little yeah. bit different to. <clears throat> Some yep. of our other pods. Yeah, so, um, I mean, the premise was that we would be in competition with one another to find the shittiest films that we could on Netflix, mm. searching for the, the Zero Bloob films. Um, Zero Bloob being the utter dross that Netflix has to offer. Uh, it started off as quite a good idea. Um, Leo the Lion, although it was abysmal, yep. um, was actually quite... It was funny to see an animated movie be so terrible. Unfortunately, mm. uh, we've ended up in a scenario where for every humanoids of the deep or from the deep, um, and then we get like Fred. Um, and now yeah. we've ended up in a scenario where we're now doing, we've obviously gone to the master of terrible movies. Um, mm. We've gone to, uh, to what's his face, Mar- Marlon Wayans. Yeah. Um, honestly. This is the sort of film that could kill not only this series of podcasts, but just podcasts. But you, you, you <laughs> might die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honestly, fucking hell. Um, I mean, yeah. we're, we've got you know at least an hour to to bitch and moan about this film, um, and we'll score it at the end, obviously, as we always do, to see whether or not it's it's got a zero bloob. It definitely mm. has. I think we need to change our approach, mate. Because mm. we have we we've gone down this route now where we are trying trying to make life as difficult as we possibly can for each other, mm. and I, I I don't know about you, but I actually I quite like you uh, to be honest <laughs> as a friend, and I would rather friend. keep you as a friend. And let's I'm I'm going to be happy if my if my film choices from now on get two blueberries. But we have a good time watching them and we can laugh about it afterwards. Instead, mm. this film that we're going to talk about today, uh, well, we're going to laugh about it, but mm. I feel like it has damaged our friendship. Much like Fred damaged our friendship. Wow. Mm. Um, but hey, look, we'll, we'll get through today. Uh, I will introduce our film today. Um, as you have foreshadowed, it is a... Um, I wanted to say Marlon Harewood, uh, the old uh, West Ham <laughs> footballer, uh, yeah, but it's not him. Better. It's Marlon Wayans, uh, mm. one of the uh, the Wayans brothers. Mm. Uh, the worst did you know one. that they're a family of ten siblings? Uh, they're all played by Marlon Wayans, <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, that's a funny joke Good. because <laughs> the film that we're talking about today is called Sex 
Oh, sounds exciting, mm. doesn't it? Mm. Tuplets. Sex Ooh. tuplets. Yeah, what's that? Oh, yeah. What's that? What's that yeah. gonna be? Ooh. Yeah. Sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Octopus. Mm. No. <laughs> <laughs> different numbers for that one. My whole life I always wondered what my birth family was like. Open it. My mama had six babies at the same time. With sex toplets. Maybe one of them changed their name to Idris Elba. You know, we do have strikingly similar bone structures. You're my brother, Russell. Come here, bro. This is awkward. I'm going to introduce a, a new feature to uh, Worst Netflix. It is called The <clears throat> Monopsis. This is where I have Ooh. one minute to give you a brief synopsis of the movie. Uh, mm. In my own words, I'm not, I'm not taking this from Wikipedia or Rotten Tomatoes or anything. Often, often a minute might be needed uh, for this film. I reckon I'm going to need a third of the time, to be honest. Uh, so I'm introducing this feature as a monopsis, and I'm immediately maximum. breaking my rule. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, maximum minopsis, uh, yeah. minimum 10 seconds opsis, and mm. uh, we'll be pushing it to reach that. Yeah, makes sense. All right, so uh, Sex Toplets is a movie about a man... Um, <laughs> there's more there is more yeah. uh, a man who Minimum is about seconds. to have his first child however this man is uh, he, he's adopted and doesn't know anything about his family history and this to him feels like the right time about a week or so before his uh, heavily pregnant wife is due to have a baby to yep. find out more about his family that he never knew uh, he ends up on a wacky adventure so wacky. Uh, after he discovers that not only uh, does he have a mother and a brother that uh, that he never knew, but what's mm. that? Not just one brother, More. several others, because he's one of six, six. which six. makes him a sex top. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so he goes on this uh, this road trip around America, discovering the rest of his siblings. Mm. They're all <laughs> they are all characters, that's for sure. Hilarious, of one sort or another. Um, so that's the film in a nutshell. Mm. Why does he have to play them? Why can't he just have his actual family members in this film? Because it wouldn't be funny that way, John. <clears throat> oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, I forgot. It was fucking hilarious with him playing all the characters. So, so yeah. greedy, isn't he? Fuck me. So what we're going to do is I will go through uh, the movie. I'll describe it in as much detail as I can. And, J-Mac, I would love for you to stop me at any time you think there's something worth discussing oh. that perhaps I haven't explored. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Won't hear a lot of me, then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, because of the, because of the fat one, the fat character. He's That's good, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. One of my favourite things about these films that we do is <coughs> when they give us an exposition dump. And this film kicks off with an exposition explosion. <laughs> like, this is how the film starts, right? 
I, I'm obviously, I'm paraphrasing, but this is the information that I had in the first 30 seconds of the film. I am Alan and you are my pregnant wife and I am busy at work where I have worked for a long time and I have worked hard and I am in line for a promotion. However, at the moment I probably won't get that promotion because I am more worried about you because you are heavily pregnant and this is what I care about. And now I'm the wife. Alan, you used to be really good at work and now you aren't because you care about me and our family that are coming up. Now I'm the boss. Uh, Alan, you were you were in line for a promotion here, but now you're not going to get that promotion because you're caring too much about your family. Mm. Uh, now I'm a doctor. Alan, why don't we have a medical history for you? Well, I'll tell you why, doctor, because shortly after I was born, I was put up for adoption and I went to some foster homes and I lived in different foster homes as I grew up and I never really... Never really met my birth mother. I, I don't know what that means. Never really met my birth mother. Yeah. That's the information we get in the first <laughs> two minutes of the film. Yeah, if that. Might, it might even be quicker than that. Right, question for you, Nate. Um, who out of these characters is the worst? So we've met, we've met, we've met uh, Alan, yeah. played by Marlon. Uh, we've met his wife. We've met his boss, and we've met <laughs> the doctor. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, peak Marlon Wayans, it, like, awfulness is not yet. Um, I no. mean, the boss is dreadful. Alan, there was a time when you took charge. You were aggressive, you dressed apart, you were becoming the face of this company, literally. Now... Everything's about the baby. Me and my wife, the baby's breed. Linda, that's what I wanted to talk to you about. And honestly, I think, like, I'm pretty sure I've seen her in other stuff, and, and I've been like, yeah. you know, she's. Yep. I'm convinced that she, okay, she is an actress. That's fine. She's not just someone who's just wandered on set and just gone off on one. Um, she is terrible. I mean, and I'd imagine that it's like, look, just fucking deliver these lines. But she's deliv- delivered them in such a way where it's like, oh, actually, um, just before you read these lines, contractually, we don't have to pay you anything for this film. So she's gone, you know what? If I'm not going to get paid for it, <laughs> I'm just going to fuck it up completely. And that's exactly what she does. Fine. Go to your little appointment with your son again with Abysmal. Correct. Abysmal. Um... So the actor's name is uh, Molly Shannon, and she is in things. She's mm. in she's in semi all right things as well. Good film. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, we'll come to it later. There is a. I mean, she's awful in this opening mm. gambit. Uh, awful. She plunges to new depths later. <laughs> And I cannot wait, cannot wait to play the audio from her truly, truly terrible scene later on. But uh, we we then move on to find out a little bit more about the fact that Alan doesn't know his family. And we, we discover that he has found it hard to find any information about his family. But his father-in-law is a judge, a high-powered judge. Um, <laughs> he manages to tell the doctor this as well in the yeah. sort of very brief conversation about what's your family history. Um, 
his father-in-law is a judge and uh, and he can sort it all out he's got all the the, the ability in the world yeah. to find out everything that he needs to know about his family but <laughs> what a what a, a neat little <laughs> knot this is in the story alan doesn't get on with his father-in-law particularly classic. well absolutely classic because mm. um, his father-in-law hates him because he doesn't know anything about his family mm. and so he's giving him a hard time because he doesn't have a family or he doesn't know anything about his family he's giving him a hard time to try and find out more about his family i'm just like this is such a <clears throat> unnecessarily complex yeah. character relationship detail that doesn't do anything. Does nothing. Yeah. Can I... Well, look, I mean, I'll do it for you, but, you know, you, you need to ask... You need to ask me for a favour. <laughs> well, you're just doing me a solid. You're going to have to say, can you do me a favour? What's going on here? Why? What is going on? Why do I have to say that? Use the word favour. <laughs> It's super important. Is he recording him or something? Like, it's so weird. Yeah. And then an hour um, later, he's got it, hasn't he? An hour and then later. literally, literally the next scene, <laughs> the document is there on the table. Yeah. So none of it meant anything. He's just, he's got the paper. He's got the information. Then he's like, oh my God, I don't want to open it. I don't want to open this. And his wife's like, just open the fucking paper. This is honestly, yeah. we've got... My dad's just done you a solid. No, he's done me a favour. <laughs> he was very specific about this. <laughs> so he opens up the paper and uh, what do you know? There's a there's an address there. Here's your, here's your birth certificate. Uh, and here's your mum. Her name is Lynetta or Liana or something. Some, Starts with an some, L. Some shit. Doesn't matter. L. Yeah. Spellman is her name. Spellman, and yeah, yeah, that's Spellman, the one. yeah, yeah. Um, I I thought quite a cool surname. You've just earned right. yourself a blueberry sex tuplets. Well done. <laughs> um, Definitely not. <laughs> um, so he he has an address there as well. So off he goes. He's like, all right, see a wife um, with her blessing as well. She's like, yeah. Yeah, go and meet your mother. That would be brilliant. <laughs> I'm not sure we know exactly how far away she is. Do we, does that, do we get that information? It seems to be a drive, though. He's off on a drive for a long time. There's a montage yeah. with some terrible music. Full of the usual scenes of like waving at people as he goes past and then a little kid in a car waving and then sticking their middle finger up it's <laughs> the hilarity i bet you chuckled a little bit there john yeah i was cracking up honestly i was like <laughs> fucking hell you know finally this film has, has got going so um there's right so there's a, there's a bit of dialogue just but as he's discovering uh his mum is a, is a spellman oh yeah um and i thought because i Unbelievably, there is a script for this film, and uh, and I found it. I just thought it would it would make quite a lot of sense to just just read some of the lines of this film. Yeah, so Lynette Spellman, you are correct. Um, and his wife's like, "Wow, you know any Lynettes?" And he goes, "I know a Lynette, my barber, the one that cuts my hair." And his wife goes, "Uh huh." 
she's a Lynette. Um, and he goes, yeah, she faded it a little high, but I think she was high when she faded it. And then he goes on and says, you know, maybe my mum owns a salon. And I was like, I mean, I picked that up from what you were saying before anyway. Maybe she invented the weave and you're wearing a weave right now. And that's why I was attracted to you because you remind me of the weave that my mama created. Oh my <laughs> God. Maybe, maybe my mother's a millionaire. Well, maybe you could ask her yourself. Her address is right here. I got a mummy. You got a mama, baby. I got a mama, baby. I got a mama, baby. <laughs> this is actual lines <laughs> on the film. You got a grandmummy. You've got a grandma. Okay. So, right. Well, I mean, we'll return to this script <laughs> later on. But, incredible. Incredible. Yeah. Alan goes to meet his mum. Uh, as I said, we get this. We get this. Uh, this montage. Um, here's the music again, a little bit. He finally arrives, and uh, yeah, she's got an all-American house. That kind of uh, uh, weatherboard, uh, two-story American flag out the front. It looks yeah, a little all right, porch. That's right. Little porch. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Bit shit indoors, but. You know, yeah, well, you know, that's that's cluttered. mostly the company that he finds in there because <laughs> he knocks on the door and uh, he's greeted by one of the more offensive depictions of somebody with a with a some kind of mental handicap that I've ever seen. Um, I think I think the thing is, we could probably do an impression of it here, mm. but. That would also be offensive. So Aww. I'm going to allow Marlon <laughs> Wayans to do the offending. This is his mentally handicapped brother that uh, that Alan meets. You're not an unusual mailman. No, I'm, I'm not with the Postal Service. Sir, I am anxiously awaiting an episode of Mork and Mendy. So you leave me no choice to be somewhat rude and say, please, go away! So he goes inside and uh, and he's having a little chat about cereal mostly, um, but in and amongst loves that cereal. chat, bloody loves <laughs> yeah, well, it. He? Yeah, yeah, he's all about it. He's all about the cereal, which you know that's that's fine. That's a great character trait. What a wonderful little bit of characterization there. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. One of the sex toplets is gonna is gonna fucking love cereal. Um, so that's. That's that, um, yeah. but in in and amongst the conversation about cereal and Mork and Mindy, his brother, whose name is Russell, by the way, Russell, yeah, uh, <laughs> drops the information that um, <clears throat> that their mother is dead. She's dead. She's yeah. not dead. Well, not spoiler, <laughs> spoiler. Um, <laughs> no, at this point. Um, she appears to be dead, except it's the most obvious thing that she's not because Russell is clearly making it up. He's like, oh, yeah. oh um, she's dead. I just remembered she's dead. <laughs> um, a car, she was trying to change a tire and a car rolled over. So anyway, Alan's a little bit sad at first, but then he's like, well, that's all right, I suppose. I never met her. Anyway, Russell, let's, um, <laughs> what's, what's going on? 
tell me more about your life. And Russell gives him uh, this. It's unbelievable that I'm having to go into this detail. Uh, but Russell says at one point, do you like sour balls? Not like that, John. Stop. Stop doing no, that. If only. Yeah. 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 Sex tuplets, am I right? Um, but no, it's not like that. And uh, I, I guess sour balls are some sort of gobstopper for yeah. anyone in, in England. Because uh, they're like, yep. Alan's like, yeah, I love a sour ball. And so they both eat sour balls. And then we get these close-ups of both of them sucking sour balls and pulling faces like, oh, <laughs> So zany. Like, <laughs> Zany. What a wacky movie. Uh, um God, I watched this wacky and... movie the other day. <laughs> Schindler's uh, list. Um but oh, get out. <laughs> So wacky. So wacky. Uh but Alan makes the cardinal sin of trying to bite into the sour ball. Um classic. <laughs> Absolute lunatic. What's he doing? Yeah. And he goes, oh, 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 no. Oh, oh and no. I, I thought, well, yeah, that can hurt. If you if you bite into a, if you bite into a gobstopper or whatever, mm. that, that, can, that can hurt a bit. Definitely. He's fucking, it's taken his entire tooth out. <laughs> and embedded it in the sour ball. How's that? Embedded happen? in the sour ball. What is this sour ball? Yeah, like, is it quicksand or something? Like it's like sucked it in. It doesn't Horrible. make any sense. And yeah, he's like, she got a fucking uh, calcium deficiency or something. What's going on? Jesus honestly, Christ. his doctor is interested in his medical history. I would be immediately <laughs> looking at his bone density. Like yeah. that's not good. They call um, me Mister Glass. <laughs> yes, clearly. That's his uncle. Yeah. Anyway, he then he looks at the little sour ball. So he's looking at it, and Russell's gone off to get something what's he going to get something to help is the fact that he's lost a tooth yeah um yeah it doesn't matter russell's left the room for a minute goes to get him some and, paper towel uh, is what he does right okay cool thanks that's what you do. and uh <laughs> as he's as he's looking at his uh, gumball with tooth embedded in it he drops it oh no oh god all of this is a setup to find <clears throat> another document because this gumball falls down a little like air vent or something and he's like oh i better get that because it's got my tooth in it and um he i mean i'm just just thinking ahead as well this never comes up again his tooth never comes back this isn't a thing anyway he reaches down to grab his little gumball and tooth and uh and what does he find what does he find down there j-mac I don't even remember. Probably, you know, lines to the next scene or something. <laughs> yes. Um, well, in a way, yes, because this is it. This is an outline for the rest of the movie. He finds documents that show it's not just him and Russell. It's also his four other siblings. They mm. are sextuplets. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Um <clears throat> Just coming back to this sour ball stuff. So uh, I know you said no impressions of, of Russell, um, oh. but but he does speak out the side of his face, doesn't he? 
Uh, yes. He's doing that all the time. Um, and he says, uh, "Did you just bite into a sour ball? No wonder why mother chilled me." And uh, <coughs> and then oh, it leads. No. Then it leads up to the. Um, you know, Your mom, mom loves sour balls. balls. She said she dad, said dad had sour balls, balls and that was her attraction to him. No, why are you saying that? Why is he saying that? I have to say, mate, you got, you, mate, you've absolutely nailed it. You have nailed the impression. Um, yeah, it's very good. And I'm going to drop. I'm going to. I'm going to stop putting in sound bites of Marlon Wayans playing that character. <laughs> you can do it from now on because that was excellent. So well yeah. done. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they've um, they've discovered that their dad had sour balls, um, but also <laughs> that they are sex tuplets. So. Mm. The rest of the movie is they're off on an adventure to find the rest of their siblings. Russell and Alan have some shenanigans in the hotel where they have a pillow fight and break the bed because they're jumping on it. And Alan's Classic. sorry, Russell is morbidly obese, uh, so that's hilarious. Obviously, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, pillow fight where Alan gets smashed into a wall. Um, hilarious. Just hilarious. Just hilarious. Um, <laughs> Then, the next day, they are driving around in the car, and for some unknown reason, they decide to sleep in the car in a field. Yep. Why is that? Why have they decided why to not? do that? No, just why not? Like, budget wouldn't allow them to go into another hotel, apparently. So just, oh, just hang about here, so that we can have some elaborate setup where we insert a CGI ball to go mental and smash the car up. This is my second second least favourite scene in the entire movie. <clears throat> so, oh. there's a few reasons why this is so shit. So, what happens is, in the morning they wake up, or Alan wakes up, and he's like, hey, oh, Russell, what time is it? And he looks over and Russell isn't there. Oh, what's going on here? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then we see, like, there's a farmhouse. And you're like, oh, he's in the farmhouse. He's been yeah. up to sh- some shenanigans. He's fucking animals, He's not in he? the farmhouse. He's no. not in there. No. He's not there. <laughs> he comes running over a hill. Uh, seems to be doing up his belt, right? Like he's do- <laughs> doing up his pants as he's running down the hill. I'm like, okay. I'm not really into it, but that's fine. He's he, let's let's give him benefit of the doubt. He's gone to the toilet, perhaps. Yeah. Would make some sense. Yeah. And he runs past Alan, who's out of the car, going, Russell, what are you? What's going on? Come on, what's happening here? He runs past him. He's like, "Let's get in the car quickly." Actually, sorry, can you do that? Uh, right, hold on. Let me get the ac- the actual line. Uh, thank God, Mum's dead. <laughs> That's one of the lines that just gone past. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Different strokes. Yeah, they oh, did yeah. That, that bit as well, Brilliant. didn't they? Brilliant. Um, Different strokes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if they had some warm milk or something. Um, Lucky Charms, Captain Crunch, Free Fruit Loops. Because remember, then, yeah. he bloody loves cereal. Bloody loves it, doesn't he? But he loves yeah. calling out brands for advertising purposes to pay for this film. Um, <laughs> I think I'm ready for that driver's lesson now. Um, oh, yeah, sorry. Important to state. Uh, Russell drive. has has declared that he can't drive. He's he's never learnt to drive yet. Yeah, so, so Alan's like, what are you running from? 
Uh, and he goes, I think I'm ready for that driver's lesson now. Yeah, no. Uh, Russell, just answer the fucking question. What are you running from? <laughs> answer that question. That's fine. Answer the question. It's a simple question. And you, yeah. You, you should get in the car. And then yeah, but he's at still this point, standing there for some reason. At this point as well, uh, Russell has jumped into the driver's seat, even though he's declared that he can't drive a car. Russell, open the door. <laughs> pop the handle. Pop the handle. Okay. I, so I'm bewildered. Who... I'm bewildered by this vehicle's technology. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for a little bit of context around these lines, Russell has run past and said that he's ready for this driver's license and Alan has asked him what he's running from. He's chosen not to answer that question, but instead run into the driver's seat of a car that he can't drive and said, you need to get in the car, Alan. Alan's ignored him and is standing there, <laughs> then stands in some uh, some cow poo from yep. the looks of things. Mm. And he goes, oh my God, this is some bull. Looks up at the top <laughs> of the hill. It's a CGI bull. Mm. And then he finishes off that line by saying, shit. Shit. <laughs> then the bull, the CGI bull... <clears throat> messes around with the you know does the little hoofy thing that bulls yeah. do yeah and alan says his how now brown cow whoa <laughs> how now brown cow whoa! runs around to the other side of the car and tries to get in because obviously russell is in the driver's seat even though he can't drive the car and the bull charges at the car and starts well, goring it like it's yes. probably it's, it's, yeah. it's brutal. Oh, what has happened to this bull? He's fuming. Yeah. yeah, they get out of there eventually. The uh, the battered car. They get out of there, and uh, they're off. They're <coughs> off to meet um, their sister, the the one girl of the sex tuplet group, uh, who they know lives. They've heard that she lives in a big house. Quite clever, because she lives in the big house. Mm. She's in prison. Another bizarre scene. They go in to meet Dawn, their sister, and um, Russell decides to try and get something from the vending machine. There's a whole, there's a <sighs> whole terrible scene there where, <sighs> like, how what? <laughs> he sticks his hand in to try and get this thing that's been stuck. And then starts trying to push it through the glass of the vending machine <laughs> and is confused as to why it won't come through. He understands what glass is. Like, he, he, he gets that. Wow. I'm sure. I'm bewildered um, by this vending machine's technology. <laughs> <laughs> there are points in my life, I think, that will take years off me. Like, there are certain stag do's that I've been on where I think I've drunk so much alcohol on that weekend that must have taken... Like at least a couple of days off my life expectancy. This is worse yeah. than any stag do I think I've ever been on. Because genuinely, I was I, <laughs> I was close to crying whilst watching this. You've got some multi-millionaire sitting in his fucking Beverly Hills mansion, no doubt, taking the piss out of like fat people. Um, this, uh, I mean. The fact that his sister again, well, why not make her fat as well? You know, yeah. a big fat. Because that's funny. That's yeah. funnier, isn't it? Yeah. Obviously, she's got no grammar whatsoever. Um, because why? Why would she need any intelligence? And she's a convict. So it's like, yeah, just wrap it all up in one. 
Um, I wonder if his brother's going to be a pimp. He is. So it's <laughs> mental what they get away with. Like, honestly, it is madness. It is madness. Um, anyway. So, yeah, they, they meet Dawn in prison. She's incredibly offensive as well. Yeah. Um, then I was so confused. He's outside the prison talking to his wife about how she needs... His sister needs 10 grand or something to, to be bailed out. And his wife's like, come on, you can't be doing that. You don't know her. And he's like, yeah, I know, but it's my sister, isn't it? Anyway, so is he's it? on the phone. <laughs> well, <laughs> he's on the phone and she, his sister suddenly appears like getting released from prison. And yeah. he, he himself is confused as to what's happening. He's like, what the... And then she's like, oh, my God, I'm so glad I got bailed out. But <clears throat> it seems like he doesn't know what's happened here. Who bailed her out? I don't oh, understand. Who knows? Who cares? I mean, absolute nonsense. Um, we then suddenly, suddenly get a break from Alan. Um, and <laughs> we meet we meet another character who looks a lot like Alan. Yeah. Um, he's wearing, like, crocodile shoes. Uh he is going into. <laughs> yeah, it's a some would say, um, not confirmed. Um, no. He's going to uh, Alan's place of work, and seems to be trying to pretend that he's Alan. In a weird mm. way, despite yeah. the fact that he makes zero effort to pretend to know anybody, <laughs> anybody's name, um, like. When they're like, oh, yeah, you need to speak to Susie. He's like, who the hell Susie? It's like, well, no, like, <laughs> if you're trying to pretend to be Alan, like, I know you don't, you don't, you don't know who Susie is, but like, pretend a little bit. Be like, oh, yeah, I just forgot which off, which floor she's on. Mm. But no, just no, no sense of that at all. Um, He then goes to speak to uh, John... I, this is this is one of my least favorite scenes of anything I've ever watched. <laughs> he goes to speak to Alan's boss to try and get some money from her because he's like pretending to be Alan, despite the fact that he's dressed entirely differently and has a gold tooth and doesn't <laughs> act or sound the same. Carl, you look and a lot like to... Alan, but obviously you're definitely not Alan. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but she just assumes that he is Alan, um, and Alan has decided that actually now he cares more about work than his family, uh, which is what I presume people would do if they started caring about work more. They would start dressing like a pimp. That's That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So no <laughs> arguments there. And <sighs> this scene goes on for far too long for a start, far too long. And there's this back and forth where this guy who... Oh, fuck it. I'll just tell you. His name's Ethan. He's one of the siblings. Um, we don't know at this point which sibling <coughs> he is, but it's, his name's Ethan. And um, Ethan t- starts saying, give me some money. I've well, earned it. <laughs> oh, go on. Go on. Says, uh, I'll read it deadpan again because I think it's funnier. Um, yeah. says, hey, Linda, I need to holler at you about some business. Right now. <laughs> Bidness. Bidness. Agora pronto. 
She's like, excuse me? And he goes, look here. I want what's mine. And she's like, you what? And he goes, did I stutter? Uh, and he goes, uh, I want my ends, my loot, my Skrilla. <laughs> I want my advance. Just to point out as well, this is all incredibly inappropriately sexually charged. Like- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, he just ends up, he's talking to her like absolute shit and then just ends up banging her, basically. Well... You haven't got to the line that really pushed me over the edge, which was where he says, uh, do you feel me? Do you feel me? (laughs) Now that in itself is like, okay, well, whatever. She then repeats the line, honestly, like (laughs) seven times. And each of those times gets more and more annoying. I mean, if you fancy doing an impression of it, like fair uh, play, but no, I'm absolutely not. Um, he says because daddy got bills to pay. You feel me? And she goes, I feel you. And then there's some mm-hmm. <laughs> Good, I feel you. Good, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> uh, okay, that's what we said. Oh wait, ooh, I feel that. This is still. I'm not adding anything here. This is no. actual lines. Uh, I feel you. Hey, yeah, I feel you. Okay. <laughs> I feel you. Good. I feel you. Good. Yeah. I feel you. What? Okay, that's what we said. <laughs> oh, mm. oh, I feel I that. I feel you. <laughs> hey. So it's awful. It's awful. Yeah. Uh, We then go back to Alan, uh, Dawn, and Russell, who are at a petrol station. They have a fight with two truckers for some reason. Um, They punch Alan in the face, so then they have to go to hospital, uh, which is kind of lucky because it turns out that it's the hospital that they're other brother baby pete that's his actual name baby pete is stationed is stationed that's not the right word at all um is a a soldier yeah (laughs) i mean he's definitely not a soldier fucking hell (laughs) no so uh also offensive is the depiction of somebody with some sort of terminal illness Mm. um but uh but yeah he's there in the hospital, um, uh, Alan needs to get his nose fixed, but baby Pete needs a new kidney. Uh, Alan Alan goes to sign a contract, a release form to get his nose fixed, but baby Pete tricks him and makes him sign the kidney <laughs> kidney transplant kidney transplant. That is form. how we work in a hospital. Well, you've signed it now, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but luckily, luckily for uh, for Alan, just as he's going under, he understands what's happening. And so he gets up and screams and says, no, 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 and runs away <laughs> and runs into a door and knocks himself out. So in this hospital where uh, there are medically trained professionals, the guy's just <laughs> run into a door in fear of giving away his kidney and knocked himself unconscious. 
they decide, well, we'll fix his nose and take his kidney. Yeah. Um, so he then wakes up without a kidney. Baby Pete's fucked off to Cuba. Um, and, as you would. Why not? As you would. And uh, Dawn, his sister, has stolen his car. Uh, so it's just him and uh, and Russell. I guess Alan's pissed off at everything that's happened. And Russell's just delighted that he's got a brother. But Alan's like, we're not brothers. We don't, we are nothing. I don't care about any. I wish I hadn't <laughs> met any of you. Um, this has been the worst not... day of my life. <laughs> uh, in the meantime, Ethan has <clears throat> decided to try and steal Alan's life and he's like changed his look to try and look like Alan mm. and I mean uh, licked Alan's wife all over the face um, yeah. yeah that's I'll the thing that. that happens don't yeah. know then gone to like some sort of Lamar's class with uh, with his wife pretended to be the, the husband waiting for the baby and been incredibly inappropriate asking everybody <laughs> to get their <sighs> to get their their tits out. Mm. Um, oh, when's yeah. everyone getting their tits out? I've got my phone out. Fucking <laughs> yeah. hell. Uh, sir, can you please put that ground. away and stop saying that? Well, yeah, when everybody gets their tits out. All right, you have to leave now. You've, <laughs> yeah. you've just been warned. I'm all about um, that business. <laughs> no, business. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that business, that business. You feel me? Um. Anyway, all of that gives it away to Alan's wife, who's like, "You're not Alan, are you? Um, you're Ethan." And he's like, "Yeah, I'm Ethan." Yeah, uh, you got me. And she's like, "All right, fair enough. Well, let's hang out." <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Meanwhile, Alan and Russell, during their argument, suddenly get kidnapped. They have bags put over their heads, chucked into a truck. Turns out they're kidnapped by Jasper. Um, who is their other brother? Jasper is not as dark skinned <clears throat> as the rest of the family. Oh well, yeah, so there you go. Immediately evil. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, he's also got red hair, which you know does make him evil. Of the fan critical Fact. squad, we've got one redhead, and he is the evil one. Mm. Um, he is a wanker. Oh, he's evil. Yeah, <laughs> he's the evil wanker of the group. <laughs> Um, and now you will regret that you have found me. Jasper? In the flesh. Jasper is going to kill them. I'm not sure why. They could have gone down the route of him being uh, intelligent um, and rich and successful was why he was evil. And then you go, okay, well... You know, they try. That's what. That's the direction they're going in. But obviously, Marlon Wayans is rich and successful. He's not intelligent, um, but he is certainly rich and successful. So, what he doesn't want to do is associate, you know, bad evilness to rich and successful. So he's given him lighter skin and made him ginger to go. What it is is he's lighter skinned and ginger. And rich and successful, and that's why he's the evil brother. It's oh, yeah. uh, it's dreadful. Oh, it's yeah. fucking bizarre. Um, Stupid. So he's going to kill them, but then it turns out that he loves the Rockford Files, which has been mentioned once before in this film. Hmm. Um, 
And so he's like, oh my God, I love the Rockford Files. You love the Rockford Files. Let's do a painfully unfunny dancing around scene where we dance <laughs> and make yeah, noise. I, uh, I'll be honest, I fast ordered it. Like at this point, I was like, I can't, I can't be dealing with this. Like, and uh, listener, if you would like to fast forward, then uh, do so now because I'm going to play the audio. What's he hoping for here? Honestly, what is he hoping for? Um, then. Suddenly, after the Rockford Files scene, uh, Jasper loses his shit again and says, oh, I'm going to kill you now. Why? You've just become friends with them. What's happening? What is happening? And so he pulls out this gun um, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to kill you now. Here we go. This is, I'm, you better get ready for being killed because it's about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but then suddenly Marlon Wayans walks in the room. <laughs> Hello everyone, I'm Marlon Wayans. Oh my god, it's that successful actor, that rich and successful actor that everyone the beloved Marlon Wayans, everyone. Yeah. Obviously Are he's you dressed as, uh, as a woman. Yes. Yes I am. So the mum walks in and uh turns out she's not dead, she wasn't run over by a car. Turns out that turns out as well. Uh, maybe I missed something here. You you definitely would have missed it because you <laughs> fast forwarded all this bit. For some reason, Jasper has kidnapped them and taken them back to Russell's house, which is also the mum's house, and uh, they have this emotional reunion where they're all like, "Oh, brilliant! It's my mum." Cheers. Um, Jasper, Hello. who was <laughs> Jasper, who's about to kill everybody, is now like, oh, I, just, I want a hug from my mum. Uh, obviously, in the most hideously unfunny, offensive way possible. At that point, um, Marie, Alan's wife, calls and is like, ah, "I'm having the baby. The, my waters have broken." Mm. And uh, Ethan's like, "Quick, come on! I'll take you to the hospital." And she's like, "You better get here, Alan. You better be here now." Well, that's going to be difficult because he's been travelling around the country to meet all of his sextuplets. So there's no way he's getting there now. Yeah. But um, Five minutes Jasper later. goes. Jasper goes, well, I'll tell you what, take take my car. Turns out it's the car from the Rockford Files, mm. which has been an important part of this film for the last three minutes. For some reason, they decide that Russell's going to drive, even though he hasn't successfully driven in his life. <laughs> Why? You know what? I know I can't legally drive, um, and I know you're in a massive rush because your wife's about to give birth. I've got this. I'm all about this business. No, you're not that one. <laughs> <laughs> Take me back to prison, yo. No, again, that's the other one. Yes. Um, I've got two working kidneys now. No, no, no. no. Um, but anyway, Russell drives for the first time ever and is an absolute lunatic. Uh, which gets the police's attention and they have a, a little car chase. This, I mean, this drive, apparently, <clears throat> they, despite this entire journey that they've been on, they live about four minutes from the hospital <laughs> that 
<laughs> that yeah. Alan's wife is having the baby at. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Alan's a passenger in this car chase, which means for some reason the police are after Alan. They ignore the fact <laughs> that the guy driving the car drives off dangerously after yeah. dropping Alan off at the hospital and kind Get of chasing him. after Alan. Don't worry about that guy. He's too quick for us. Let's get this guy who's walking. Um, yeah. Alan goes in and is like, oh, sh- shit, the police are after me. Ethan's there looking after Marie. And Ethan's like, oh, my God, you're my brother. Oh, brilliant. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm a bit of a dick anyway. The police will probably get me for something. Let me pretend to be you. So let's change clothes. Ooh. And uh, yeah. <laughs> and then the police will get me instead. So you can hang out with your wife Smart. and you, baby. <laughs> they have the baby, who presumably is played by Marlon Wayans as well. <laughs> then um, three months later, they're having a party welcoming the baby, who mm. has been around for three months. Uh, but that's fine. Um, all of the sextuplets are there, uh, including, um, well, all of them, including Ethan, who obviously wasn't arrested for a particularly long time for being a passenger <laughs> in a dangerous car. Uh but baby Pete isn't there because he's off on some Caribbean island. Yeah, he's loving life. There's a moment, I suppose, where Dawn threatens Alan's father-in-law because he's a bit of a dick. And the father-in-law says to Alan, can you tell her to back off? And Alan's like, are you asking me for a favour? And it's hilarious because that's what happened <laughs> earlier on yeah. in the film. Um he goes, no, I'm not called... asking you for a favour. I'm a judge, so I will literally have her arrested on the spot. Like, sort your family out. Any Anything you want to add, John? No, look, it's uh, it's a terrible film. Um, I, I think um, the reason why Marlon Wayans plays so many characters, um, I reckon there are people that turned down roles to be in this, that looks at the script and was like, definitely not. This is a terrible film. So it's so offensive on so many levels. There's no way I'm going to want to be in this film. And Marlon Wayans has gone. Do you know what? I'll play everyone. If you're going to be like that, <laughs> hopefully it lost loads of money. Uh, if it made its money back, <laughs> um, uh, I'm not going to be happy. Uh, Marlon Wayans still has this film. This came out what two years ago, three years ago. He still has this as his Twitter um, like banner picture. <laughs> Um, no. and he's got it. Oh yeah, yeah. He's got it as his uh, his Twitter handle as well. So he's still pushing it. So look, go and stream okay. that. Oh, it's good, isn't it? A great film. No, <laughs> no, it isn't. It's terrible. Do you think he's proud? Do you think he's proud of the work that he does? It's difficult to say, isn't it? Like, I mean, look, scary movie. Um, I, I mean, it was pretty funny for the time. It's, I mean, it's not aged well, but it's still miles better than this. Um, uh, I think I'd probably describe Marlon Wayans as someone that he needs to be directed by someone that knows what they're doing. He, I think he one of wrote his, one of his brothers. He, well, yeah, he's the worst one as well. How's that happened? He's supposed to be the star, <laughs> and he's the worst one. Yeah. When is he ever going to have a film where you're not looking at it going, "It's a bit shit"? Even like even the ones that are okay. He's in Requiem for a Dream. Yeah, but you know. That's an incredible movie. That's an actually unbelievably good film. And he plays he's a ne- serious... Ne- 
okay, fine. But he's never going to be known for that. No, but, I mean, my point is, he can act. I mean, it's a brutal film. It's about, it came out about 20 years ago, didn't it? Yeah, maybe, but, I mean, it's fucking brilliant. Um, well, he's not really kicked on, is what I mean. <laughs> I, I just mean, he is actually able to be an actor in a real film. Like, he's done it. I just, I just don't get, like, how you go from Requiem for a Dream to fucking white chicks for a start and then to plummet to this. <clears throat> Well, but again, you know, he 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 didn't write Re- Requiem for a Dream, did he? And he certainly didn't direct wow. it. So, or maybe he did. Who knows? I, you know, <laughs> maybe I've missed something. Um, he, he these vehicles where it's like he pays for the film and writes the film, sings the theme tune. Like, he doesn't <laughs> doesn't need to do that. He's sort of become a shit, shit, shit Adam Sandler. Yes. How's that? Yes. Happened? Oh, that's terrible. It's terrible. It is terrible. In fact, let, let's just crack on with the scores because, um, I mean, look, I, I've already, I've already said, I'm giving it a zero bloob. It's, it's definitely a zero bloob. Um, that like, aside from the offence, it's like the writing is terrible. Um, the performances are terrible. The the story's <laughs> non-existent, uh, and parts of it make absolutely no sense. I don't even understand why his boss is in it. No. It's like, what is the point in that? No. Why? We don't even need to and know what he does as a job. It does. It literally does not matter. It's a zero blue film. It's terrible. Um, it, and it, and it's terrible. I, I'd put it right up there with like Fred as the the only reason why I think it might even be worse than that though is like he's got no excuse. Like Fred is just a moron from YouTube that some company have gone. If we spend like fifteen million dollars making this film, we'll almost certainly make our money back and more. But Marlon Wayans, I mean, fucking hell! At at this point, he's probably been in like Hollywood for about thirty years, so it's not like he doesn't know what he's doing. And it's not just not funny; it's so problematic. It, it genuinely is. They're like, I'm sure there are morons that will watch this film and be like, "Oh, that was quite funny," and but they they'll miss it. And again, this is what I mean: it's just offensive dross from a multi-millionaire that is exploiting these fucking dated stereotypes to fill his pockets so i despise marlon wayans um and this is a zero blue movie and no one should watch it obviously there are different opinions that are available i have a a it's not a review as such it's a comment to a review so the original review probably is uh, quite in line with what you had to say um, in fact, that reviewer gave it one out of four. I don't know what sort of marking scheme. Dreadful that is. review scheme, yeah. But they didn't like it very much. Uh, and somebody responded to their review with this <laughs> I don't agree with this review. This movie, hilarious. It's on my playlist. I watched it twice. I have a master's degree in legal studies. Grew up in the hood. Mom had to raise five kids on food stamps and two jobs. None of us been to jail, nor has children out of wedlock, nor streetwalking, nor stripping, nor strung out on drugs. Okay, so this is uh, this is all in response to the review about sex tuplets. But for college graduates... 
two PhDs, and we've made salaries of 100k per year being around the world. But we ain't forgot where we came from. So, there's that. There you go. Did you think about that? Do you know what? Now you've said that, I'll give it three bloobs out of five. Good Um, point. Now, so, I'm, yeah. I'm going to see if I can push you up even further because this review <laughs> goes on to say, <laughs> My husband is Caribbean. He got home ah. from a stressful day at work. I turned this on and he finally laughed. I liked Marlon Wayans' movie Little Man and Scary Movie. Naked, <laughs> but he didn't like white chicks. They look like monsters and should make white chicks a horror movie. Actors don't always make hits, but to each their own. So, there you <laughs> we go. Wade sign off. Each their own. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, I mean, it's a good point about Scary Movie, because that definitely leaves its mark, doesn't it? <laughs> I thought you were going to say it's a good point about their husband finally laughing. It's <laughs> oh, such a, a stressful bad day, day at work. work. Yeah. Um, and I think that review sums up my thoughts on the film as well. Yeah, so, no, that makes um, sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, no, it's um, it's worse than lowest common denominator comedy, <clears throat> isn't it? Mm. Just a man shouting things that aren't funny, pulling faces that aren't funny, and wearing costumes that aren't funny. Like none of it is funny. Uh, and and do you know what annoys me the most is. I think, I think that Marlon Wayans thinks this is a good film. And the way that, like, when the credits came on, I can just imagine them. I can imagine him, like, imagining people at the cinema, like, getting up and being like, yeah. And, like, walking out all giggling to each other and, like, pushing each other and throwing popcorn. and. No, I think it's worse than that. Because if he was sitting there and he like had a tear at the, at the end credits, where he's like, "I've nailed that. That is hilarious." Like, <laughs> I'd I'd feel a little bit sorry for him because I'd be like, "It's a misstep." He, uh, I think he sat there and, and just went, "Yeah, shit in it, but who cares? I don't even care. How much money have I made this week? Um, and I'll collect my check and I'll invest it in I don't know." human trafficking or some awful thing yeah right uh full disclosure that is uh <laughs> those views do not represent the views of fan critical <laughs> um, but unfortunately no he isn't a human trafficker he's just a terrible filmmaker um and in some ways that's worse what's next for us j-mac what have what have you got on the cards <clears throat> all right little treat actually yeah um this is also from the year 2018 um, and it is also a Marlon Wayans film. <laughs> no, it's not. Really. Of course, no, it isn't. That's not no. happening. No, so Scary uh, I... Movie Seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So, I I enjoy this particular genre of film, and I think even when they're a bit rubbish. I sort of find some joy in them. Um, I originally wanted to go down the martial arts thing because mm. I was finding these films from like the seventies called like the Flying Drunk Dog. I'm like, oh, this must be terrible. 
and it'd be like four out of five. I'm like, fucking hell, this is impossible. Um, 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, like some of the synopsis, like a man obsessed with trees defeats a man with legs. I'm like, what is what sort of synopsis is that? So um, the film that I've chosen, um, I'll give you the synopsis. Very brief. Um, in fact, I'll tee it up. So on IMDb, it's got 3.4 out of 10 um on some website i've never heard of called common sense it's got one out of five. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah and on rotten tomatoes it's on 13 percent uh, a small group of military personnel and some survivalists dwell in an underground bunker as they seek to find a cure in a world overrun by zombies mm. so it's uh, a 2018 horror slash action it's only 90 minutes long at least. Uh, Day of the Dead, Bloodline. You leave tomorrow at dawn. And then you come right back. No sightseeing, no sidetracks. Uh-huh. So there you go. I love zombie films. Absolutely love them. Um, and, I mean, there are a lot of the Romero-esque remakes that are diabolically bad. And this apparently is right up there. So, um, okay. so there you go. We're, we're going to be zombieing it up. The good news is we're, 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 bringing, we're bringing Worse Than Netflix back to a slightly more regular roster. Um, so it's unlikely that it's going to be another nine months or so before... So look, we can't we can't put an exact date on it, but Worst Netflix will be back relatively relatively soon. Are we mm. in agreement with that, J Mac? I reckon we'll do this in a month's time. You can quote me on that. So it's oh, wow. today is the fifth of April. Yeah. Um, so happy Easter to our listeners. Regardless, oh, don't, don't say that because I haven't edited this yet. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll release on. it on the fifth of May. All right. Well, fucking hell. Happy Thanksgiving to our listeners. Um, and happy Kwanzaa too, whenever that is. Let's make <laughs> let's make this more fun for ourselves from now on. Yes, sounds like you've made the right step uh, with Day of the Dead, Bloodline. That'd be good. But yeah, all right. Well, I look forward to watching it and uh, and speaking to you in one month's time. Then, mm. not before. No, no I'm chance. you for a bit. Um, <laughs> yeah. You pick the film for fuck's sake. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, well, thank you very much, listeners, for listening. Um, <laughs> until next time on The Worst of Netflix. Bye, John. Bye, guys. Bye, listeners. I feel ya. <laughs> When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.